So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Parak Zion Pasuk Hey, learning tonight should be a schus of Lenishmas or Bechil Mechel Ben Asher and Yechaskel Shrag Ben Avram Yehuda as well as a schus for Fushlema from Moshe Ben Miriam. So we're in the middle of learning about the story of David's desire to build the base of Migdash. Nasan initially agrees, but then Hashem tells Nasan to tell David that he is not going to be the one to build the base of Migdash. And we talked last time about a number of reasons why David would not, why rather it was not the right time or right um, for David to build the base of Migdash, mostly based on external factors. Um, and one of the last ones we talked about I want to continue with is that we talked about the fact that if David would have built the base of Migdash, it could not be destroyed. And Hashem knew that the there would, need, there would be a need for a churban one day, and if Hashem could not destroy the base of Mikdash because of David's kedusha and because of David's pure intent, it could not be destroyed. Similar to if Moshe Rabbeinu would have built the base of Mikdash, also could not have been destroyed for the same reason. So therefore, Hashem felt it's better that David not build it so that ultimately it could be destroyed. But the Me'am Loyes, I saw, brings down that for this reason, the foundation of the base of Mikdash, which David does build, remains to this day under, uh, underneath the you know, today what's what's on the Harabayas, the foundation is there, and the Kaisal Maravi, which rests on this foundation, is also there, and in addition, Chazal tell us that when the um, uh, the gates of the Heichal sunk into the ground, were swallowed up in the, into the ground before the Churban, um, because again, since they were built by David, they could not be touched by the enemies of Klai Yisrael. Another shot that's brought down is based on the Gemara in Marcus and Daf Yud, they were late, Sani Hadar used to say to David, they used to say, when, David, when, is, when are you going to build the base of Mikdash? To, to tease David, right, to try to um, um, antagonize him. In addition, Gemara says that David told Hashem that he heard people say, when will this old man die so that his son Shlomo could finally build a base of Mikdash? And we'll be able to go there for, on the Regalim and celebrate. So Hashem answers David that I'd rather one day of your being Isaac and Tyra more than a thousand Karbanas that Shlomo will bring. The Lashon of the Gemara is Toivli yoy mechot Isaac betoira so says the Chedush Arim. says, so what do you see from here? That the purpose of the Beis HaMikdash to bring Karbanas, the ability to bring Karbanas in front of Hashem, David was already accomplishing that through his learning Torah, through his saying of Tehillim, through what he was doing for Klai Yisrael, he was already accomplishing what Shlaimai needed to do to bring Karbanas. And so therefore, there was no need for a Beis HaMikdash in David's time because David was already accomplishing what Karbanas accomplished through his Isaac Batayra and through his Maisim Taif. Similarly, when we talk about external factors, why it wasn't necessary for David to build the Beis HaMikdash, Shabbat Silberstein and Chashuk Echemed brings down based on a Pasuk and Parshish Penchas. It says over there that when Penchas killed Zimri, so Hashem says, that uh, he was Mechaper for Bnei Yisrael. So the Medrash asks, what do you mean? What carbon did he bring that he was machaper? So the medrash answers El Lamedcha to teach you Shekal Hashofech Dom and Whoever spills the blood of a Rasha, whoever kills a Rasha, kilo acre of carbon. It's like bringing a carbon, and so therefore by killing Zimri, it was like Pinchas brought a carbon that was therefore machaper for Klai Yisrael, and that's why the Magiva stopped. Similarly, the Gemara in Sanhedrin of Kufiyad Aleph tells us Hakadosh Baruch says if you do the din of an irani dachas, you kill them out, then malani I will treat it like you did an oila. In other words, when someone executes the, no pun intended, when someone executes the midas adin on rishayim, so then Hashem treats it like he did a carbon. And we see that David obviously was was constantly involved in wars during his life. He was killing Rishayim, killing the enemies of Klai Yisrael. So therefore, again, through that, through that, through the wars that he was waging, he was bringing Karbanos, according to this Medrash, according to this Gemara, he was bringing Karbanos to Hashem, again, accomplishing what Shleiman needed a base Hamikdash for. So therefore, it wasn't necessary for David to have a base Hamikdash. He was accomplishing the same, th- same thing without having an actual base Hamikdash, without bringing Karbanos. 
So till now, we've only discussed external factors for why it was not necessary or was not appropriate for David to build a base of Mikdash. Now let's talk about some internal factors, why Chazal say that David specifically was disqualified from building the base of Mikdash. And it's not actually from a Pasuk in Shmuel, but it's actually from a Pasuk in Divrei Yaman, where David tells Shlomo to build a base of Mikdash. It's in Perich Hafei's Pasuk Zayin. David He says to Shlomo, B'ni, ani haya, im levav, you live no spayin l'shem Hashem l'kai. Really, I wanted, I intended to build a base of Mikdash. But vayhi alai devar Hashem lemar, Hashem came to me, which... This is, again, there's only mentioned in Divrei Yemen that Hashem tells David this. He says, Dam shafachta. You spilled a lot of blood. So you waged a lot of war. That's funny. You spilled a lot of blood and therefore you cannot build, be the one to build the base of Megdash. And then he says further, but rather that you'll have a son named Shlomo. He'll be the one to build the base of Megdash. So David tells Shlomo that there was some reason because of the blood he spilled and the wars that he engaged in, he was disqualified from building the base of Megdash. So what is it that's, that disqualified David? So the Radak says that it's talking about innocent blood, that there were people who had done no wrong, were killed either by David himself or based on his orders or indirectly. Examples that the Radak brings down is Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba, which we will learn about, as well as the Kehanim of Noiv, who Shaul killed because they had helped David. And similarly, there were many, um, when, when David was fighting wars against the enemies of Kaisral, there were innocent people that were killed as a result of the battle, either that they were killed by his army or they were caught in the middle, but again, innocent people that were killed, and as a result, David cannot build the base of Mikdash. Why is that a disqualification, the killing of innocent people? Because the base of Mikdash is a place of peace. It's a makim of shalim. It's where a person gets kapara for avera, and also it's a place where tefillah is, is answered. In such a place, someone who killed innocent people cannot have a have a place, cannot be the one to build that, that, that house. Similar to what we find, that you're not allowed to use um, metal to manufacture the Mizbeach in the base of Megdash, the Pasuk says, to build the base of Megdash, you can't use metal. Why? Because since metal is used to wage war, to kill people, you can't use something that kills people for a bias that's supposed to be representing. The Ramban says that it's not innocent blood, but it's just the fact that David conducted war. David was killing the enemies of Klai Yisrael, executing Midas Hadin. The base of Megdash represents Midas HaRachamim, the physical manifestation of Hashem in this world, Shechina, Midas Rachamim. And so someone who's doing Midas Adin cannot build the house that's going to house, that's going to represent and serve as a um, conduit in this world for Midas Rachamim. The Gura writes that the Beis HaMikdash was called Menucha, rest, and therefore it had to be built by somebody who internally was at rest. And Reb Tzadik expounds on this in Sitka Satzadik. It's a little bit of a high, thing, high concept to understand, but basically he says that when you look at David's Malchus, all the turmoil that was in it from when he was very young all the way till the end of his life represented the internal turmoil with his Yetzirah. It was taking place inside. And so David was not at rest. He was constantly fighting his Yetzirah, and that showed itself, manifested itself in his external um, battles, his external turmoil. Whereas Shleimai, his Malchus was at peace because internally he was at peace. So says Reb Tzadik, and similarly the Gra, Shleimai Malach had to be the one to build the base of Migdosh because David was not at rest internally. Shleimai was, Shleimai represented Menucha, and therefore he was the one, the appropriate one to build the base of Migdosh. To end on a positive note, the Gemara and Shabbos and Daflam and Amar Aleph tells us that after Hashem forgave David for the Maisa Batsheva, David asked Hashem for a sign that his Avera was forgiven, and Hashem answered him that it wouldn't come in his lifetime, but during his son's lifetime, 
which came about when Shlomo finally built the base of Middash and wanted to bring the Aaron in and put it in the Kaddish Kadashim. When as the Aaron approached, the gates to the base of Middash remained closed; they wouldn't open. Shlomo Davin, Shlomo asked for this, his chus, the chus of Hashem, no, it didn't it didn't answer. Finally, when he asked in the chus of the righteousness of David, immediately the gates opened up, and that showed everybody that David was forgiven for the avera of Bathsheba. And together with that, at the same time, David's lifelong dream of finding a, a bringing the Aaron to a permanent resting spot was Mekoyim at the same time upon his death, when everyone saw that he was Mechaper for the Avera with Bathsheba, was everyone saw that, everyone also saw that the Beis Amikdash opened Bishchus David. And so it was the ultimate realization of his lifelong goal.